Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. So here's the deal. I have a two-hour talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, Monday through Friday that's available live from 8 to 10 a.m. EST and then available for download to listen to whenever you want. But it's a subscription-based radio show. Hey, running a live radio show ain't cheap, honey. I do, however, realize that some people can't or simply don't want to pay for content. So here's a little bite of what I'm all about for you to nibble on. I hope you love it. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to another episode of Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast that gives you a little snippet into what my radio shows actually like. Today, I'm so excited to have this person co-hosting with me. You may know him from a little show on Bravo called Summer House, Stephen McGee. Hey, boy, hey. Hi. Oh, my God, Stephen, I love you. Oh, my God, thank you. I love <laughs> you, too. So, Stephen and I are great pals. We met so through good. Stassi. We met through Nastasia. Nastasia. You know what's so funny? Kelly Catrone is a friend of mine, and she oh met God. Stassi for the first time. You want to meet her? We'll, I want to meet her. Okay, we'll, we'll do something. Kelly's like, Kelly's like my fairy godmother, who's like scary. Oh, my you God. Know? She would be like the per- I would. I would let Kelly be my mom. Like, Oh, she's amazing. So I met, so I met Kelly when I worked at Cosmo Radio when we were doing backstage coverage for Cosmo Magazine Radio at Fashion Week. And she, like, took a liking to me. I don't know why. I must have been drunk. Uh, And then she started to come on the radio show, and we just stayed in touch over the years. But there was one Fashion Week where she, she's like, every Fashion Week, I mean, we see each other every now and then, but during Fashion Week, she invites me to shows, sets me front row. She tells me, don't go unless you're front row. And then she always has, like, these fabulous dinners afterwards, and she invites me. So one year, I took Stassi with me to Fashion Show, because Stassi takes me to, like, all the fashion shows with her. And, um, And we show up at, you know Angelo's on Mulberry? Which is like it's it's in the no. Little Italy, and it's like I a tourist trap. No, it's a tourist trap, but like it's Kelly's favorite restaurant. So a little side note: if you love Kelly Catrone, and you go to Angelo's, you might see her there. Um, <laughs> but. She me invites being like us. I stay away from there. Cut to me eating there every, every single time. <laughs> right. So she invited uh, myself, Stassi, and my girlfriend at the time, Taylor. Well, my girlfriend still. Um, and she, we get there, and who's there? Jeannie Mai. Do you know Jeannie Mai from uh, what is it? From the Real? Is that the show? That's no, yeah. It, it's never like heard of that. it's yeah. You would know Jeannie. Um, and then it's also Kelly Osborne because she's like Ugh. besties with Kelly Catrone. Anyway, so quite the Did night. Did you watch Kelly's Bravo show? Kelly, Kelly Catrone. Um, it was called Kel on Earth. Yes. Yeah, so I actually so did. Good. And I remember back, like, let's. If you're going to cry, 
take it outside. Exactly. <laughs> so we, I, my mom was visiting me like 10 years ago before I even knew Kelly. Watched, watch obviously The Hills. Watched oh The gosh. City. The City was uh, like my The City, I was Whitney Port. Dude, the money that Kelly made, I won't go to specifics because I don't know if she would be cool with me saying this or not. She doesn't really give a shit about anything, but she, they made so much money per episode. It's like, Fucking for bananas city. for both for the yeah, hills and, and the city. She also allowed her business to be on there too. Well, so yes. Not only was she a personality on there, but her business was there, so it was a lot. Well, and I'm don't sure. forget that Kelly was also a judge on uh, America's Next Top Model a bunch of seasons How in a row. How could you forget? I could never forget, honey. She was one of the best people on there. She's absolutely the reason that thing kept going. Absolutely not Tyra. Oh, but they're friends. Don't say that. She's friends with Tyra. Well, you can be friends with Tyra and still know that she's not the reason <laughs> that that show kept going. So you can still be friends with Tyra and be honest. Right. So, um, yeah. That's so, a true friend. So, Kelly, uh, Kel on Earth, I remember I watched it, and she, there was, like, one day I was out in Union Square with my mom, and this woman, who I'm, like, recognizing, is on a bike with, like, a whole pack of people on bikes, and it was Kelly Catrone. I didn't know at the time, and I go like this, yo, yo, Kelly Catrone! And she was, like, ding, 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 with her bell. She was so cute and cool. <laughs> anyway. That's such a Kelly Catrone thing. Like, I could see her just kind of looking over and not wanting to speak to you, but just... Ding, ding, ding. But now she's like, oh my God, are you kidding me? She's, talk about, she's my friend. She's a friend with me because she loves my mom. Obsessed with my mom and my aunt. But anyway, I love Kelly. So, um, yeah, so we were talking about, oh. I applied for a job at People's Revolution. No, you did not. Tell me everything. Well, I didn't get the job. Congratulations. <laughs> we have to have you and Kelly on uh, the Taylor Strecker show together, and you have to confront her with that. I, I will die. She, I did not get the job. I wonder why. She'll tell you why you didn't get the job straight she up. Probably does, she probably never even saw my resume. I bet you worked with Simone, right? Simone's like her right-hand person. Simone I, probably interviewed you. I was just like... Oh, I'm going to text mm-hmm. Simone later and be like, <laughs> you didn't hire Stephen McGee! <laughs> um, but no, but when Stassi and, and um, Kelly met, Kelly insisted on calling her Nastasia. That's what got me thinking about that. But anyway, yeah, I, you can meet Cal. Cal's the uh, coolest. Yeah, good. She's like, she's she's goals AF. I love Kelly Catron. Okay, so you, so you're on, obviously, Summer House. So, but you've been a fan of Bravo for a while, huh? Oh, I've been watching Bravo for a long time. When I mean, I start? remember. What got you in? I remember what got me in. Let's do this. What got you into Bravo? As a viewer, I remember I, what got me in was Project Runway, like season maybe even two. It might not have been one. I was in college. And I remember I heard about the show on this channel you called Bravo. Yeah, I'm old as fuck. And um, it was, it wrote me in. And then I don't even know how I transitioned from there to the Housewives. But I remember like struggling through OC because Vicky Gelson was so annoying. Yeah. But I just kept pushing through. And then, because I was like a huge MTV watcher. That was like when the hills and like, Laguna Beach and all that shit was still on so I definitely but I guess maybe that like primed me like when I was younger I was obsessed with the real world that's my foray into reality I TV I still watch the challenge no you do I watched not. the premiere of Champs vs. Stars <laughs> last night like I still watch the challenge it's one of my guilty pleasures because it's the same people it's still CT and Anissa it's did still you them. oh my god did you ever watch Road Rules yes loved Road Rules so Road Rules like yeah, the knew. challenge was Real world versus role rules in the beginning. That was like right. the beginning of the challenge, right? right? I actually don't watch the challenge. But then road rules had to 
and go away. Why? Because of all the driving? It like, yeah, <laughs> it was like, I think that it started getting into drinking and driving, and it was getting like too risky for them. Yep, too, too much liability. That would make sense. So, um, so yeah, so my but so my fringe reality TV was definitely MTV with the real world. Love, like my dream is to be on the real world. Not anymore. Um, and now my dream is to be on Bravo. And yeah. and Bravo really they 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 took the trophy away from MTV, MTV. when it came to real to the I reality shows. Into Bravo too from Project, Project Runway? Runway. I'm not sure. I can't really remember. And then. And then it was those other shows because I didn't really get into the Housewives at the beginning, but you didn't? I do remember watching when Van. I remember watching the Vanderpump Rules premiere. Wait, wait. So how did you get into Vanderpump? Because so I got into Vanderpump because I was obsessed with the Housewives and specifically Beverly Hills. Brandy Glanville was on. Her husband yeah. had an affair. There was a girl that was a waitress at Sir who was the girl he had an yeah. affair with. That genius cross promotion. I mean, I was watching Beverly Hills. I didn't even I mean. Remember, I didn't even mean to watch Vanderpump. I'm like, I what am I watching? I remember the episode watching it when it came on. Me too. The first time. And then I was like, oh, and I didn't want to watch it because I didn't like Sheena. And I to this day don't like Sheena. Sheena will forever be the mistress. Never forget. Never forget that, sh- sh- that, that Sheena she is a mistress. she doesn't have a problem with it. No, she does too. She hates when people reference it. Hates she it. She hates it, but she she'll to... do it again and again and again. Oh, of course. But she doesn't, but she never wants to be called in her shit. That's right. Sheena. Anyway, we'll get into a little bit more of that a little bit later on. But yeah, and that's how I watched Vanderpump. And I remember I wanted Vanderpump to fail because to that date, which is so ironic. I didn't now. want to see servers be more successful than me. That's why I wanted it to fail. <laughs> you know, what? I actually read an article recently about reality TV and the reason why it's so successful. And here's the reason why: two reasons. Either it you relate to it, or it makes you feel better about yourself. That's right. why people watch reality TV, which I find fascinating, and it makes so much sense about why haters hate and all that stuff. Again, we'll get into it in just a little bit. But Vanderpump. I remember I didn't want to succeed because I remember loving that Bravo was older people because then I didn't feel like um, I was a failure if I wasn't on it. Does that make sense? Right. And so, th- but they- I still feel that way. I'm like, look at I'm on Bravo and I'm 28. You should feel the- that way. Look at Jax, he's 38. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I remember they kept trying to do like they did like this Miami show, not Housewives. That was phenomenal. I don't know why that's not on the air and stupid <sighs> Portomac is. I loved Miami Housewives. Me too. I so, think it's probably because they were all like mob or something. Oh, they were the best. And they were always so but late Leah for Black, everything. I am obsessed with Leah Black. <laughs> but they tried to do this like young and hot in Miami. Didn't work. Then they tried to do like all these um, Texas the shows. Ones? Yeah, yes. Like, with uh, Courtney Kerr. And that didn't work. But then they brought Courtney Kerr back again and it didn't work again. And then they brought her back on her own and it kind of worked. But then it didn't work. It did not work. But so in my mind, I was like, bravo. And I remember at this point, I was on Cosmo Radio. So I was like, in Dallas a, most eligible. You got it. Oh, my oh God. My <laughs> Cringeworthy, but so good. But so good. I watched it. Oh, 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 oh. And there was another show. Maybe this was an auction, but there were these two sisters that both looked like Paris Hilton. And do you remember the show? And it was also set in the South. I think it might be mixing up my channels no, now. But there was a show in Alabama for a time. Yeah. It was weird. It you didn't know, work. I just started watching, too, um, Some, Southern Charm. No, Ones. it's so, wait, wait, wait. Is it so good? Mm. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Save that, save that, save that. So I loved Vanderpump, or I didn't like Vanderpump because I didn't want any young shows. Like, my theory was on Bravo, because at that point I was a Bravo, like, insider. I was like, no, the formula doesn't work with, like, younger with younger cast. It has to be Housewives age, and that's just that. And then Vanderpump broke the rules, but I was rooting against it because I didn't like Sheena. And then also, and I really didn't like Stassi when I first started watching Vanderpump. When I interviewed her, I was going to go in on her. Oh, yeah, and then she disarmed not. me, and she said, I love your radio show. And I was like, I love They're you. Like, okay. I love <laughs> you. She came up with Jax the first time I interviewed them. Oh, my god, Isn't that crazy? This is like this is like vintage Vanderpump I, I got in my archives. Yeah. But anyway, but now I'm so happy it's so great and it's actually I think it's one of the best shows you know probably I mean, on Bravo it, right it's 
probably one of the best shows that Bravo has ever made. And then you guys were the second successful show of young people. Really, of literally. Young people. I w- I don't even know how successful you could say, but we did get a second season. Yes, that's and successful. We're probably getting a third. So yes, like, honey. Yes. You know, I think. Do you feel successful being on it? Do I feel successful? Yes. No. no. <laughs> How about this? Okay. So do you I've think that- I definitely felt more successful before I started doing the show. <laughs> I mean, I waste so much time now and like, I waste, I waste, I'm wasting away people. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so do you, do you look at the Vanderpump kids and get, say they're successful? Yes. Okay. Now, have you talked to any of them and asked them how they felt season two? Did they not feel successful? They probably felt the same way. I mean, at se- during season two, they were still servers. They were still all working. They were at the for real working all at the restaurant the time because yep. they needed to make that money. And you know, that's where, like, it's weird because on season two of the show, you know, the fame comes slowly now, and people are yep. more se- people are skeptical. We're being overwhelmed with all these reality shows. You know, Netflix is about to start producing reality TV. I know. Like, I know. We're being overwhelmed with all these shows. And Bravo has a market corner, fame. though. I really feel Bravo has this. I don't know what that special sauce is. Maybe it's their producers. Maybe it's like a literal formula that they use. Yeah. But they've got it, man. They've yeah, really got they the, the market well. corner. The thing that's going to be interesting with Netflix producing the shows is they're still going to be delivered, you know, in a large batch where you can binge the show very Which quickly. Which is so, so addictive and amazing. So then you're going to way more into these reality shows where but, in Bravo it takes longer time to okay. Okay. Get people hooked. But the beauty is, <coughs> the beauty of this, though, for you guys is when people finish the reality shows, they're going to be desperately missing them and needing to fill that, like, like right. you know, like, crack dose. And you guys will be that crack right. that fulfills it. We're a or great maybe they'll show bin- to be able to binge. Or maybe honest. they'll binge you, like, maybe they haven't seen it, so they'll binge season one. Like, maybe it will turn more non-reality TV watchers into reality TV watchers. Speaking yeah. of Netflix... Have you seen this horrible show? What is it called? It is a bunch of Asian kids living in Hawaii, and it's so bad. No, but and they it's... and they don't speak English. So it's all subtitles, and it's. I mean, listen, I only gave it like ten minutes, but it's so no, boring. It kind of it's called like it. something beach. And my girlfriend was home recently, and she was watching with her mom, and she said it was the best show ever. And I was like. Shut what up! What is it supposed to be? Like? Oh my! I'm gonna like Google a, it right is now. It supposed to be like a Laguna Beach of these kids. Well, that's what I thought it was. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be like a Laguna Beach Netflix beach reality show. So to cut back, so Southern Charm New Orleans. I did watch it. I don't wait. So would you, you know, also category? I have a question. So Southern Charm. So I would initially have put that into the same box as like let's say um at like as a bra, uh, Vanderpump or Summer House like yeah. young cast but the truth is it's its own entity because it's the only show that really heavily focuses around the guys it does the guys are the, the are guys. kind of the more stars right. than even the and girls on southern charm uh, I love a rather, lot of guys on New Orleans as well. So I love original Southern Charm with yeah. like Thomas Ravenel and Shep and all that also, stuff. Their age, I mean, Thomas they're Ravenel's old. He's like in the fifties. Not that fifty like, is old. I'm just saying, like, like, like it's like, not. And Shep is like thirty eight. You know, it's he's like, he's hard pushing forty. Like yeah, like Jack's pushing forty is like the exception on that show. Like right, yeah. the girl. No, this this is what Southern Charm is. Watch, I bet the same formula for all of them. The girls are young, the guys are older. Yeah. perpetuating a horrible social stereotype that we continue to, yeah. you know, idealize to this day. So, um, but what, so give me the skinny on the other side of the Southern Charms. Cause I love regular Southern Charm, but I don't like, I didn't like the whatever. Savannah. I did not. So one of my producers worked on Savannah and, and it's 
they're like it's a completely new show that's not new all new cast but they're like we revamped it's revamped it's redone it's it's supposed to be amazing Uh uh-huh and then their new season's gonna come out i think in the summer sometime but southern charm new orleans it was not originally a southern charm so when it was filmed and they kind of reworked it to turn it into a southern charm offshoot I just felt like what I didn't like about it was everything, and this is what I don't like about our show, is that for whatever reason, uh, they're focused on making everything seem like, yes, well, my granddaddy came here (laughs) in 1700 with the Louisiana Purchase, and we invented Sazerac, and like... (laughs) I mean, come on, like, and this is my mansion. We have a three-story foyer. Like, do you <laughs> well, like your this? voice? Is am- <laughs> like, amazing. Oh like, my god, that- Mardi Gras is my favorite time of year <laughs> because we eat the cakes and the beads. But like, I don't, I don't need that stuff. Like, so you're giving it on a scale every- of one to ten, or what? I'd say it's probably. After first episode, like a six. I okay, think it can okay. come back, but like they got to get rid of like, you don't need to try to impress me here. Like I want to see train wrecks on these shows. That's why I watch them. That's why I'm on it. Okay, wait. Like, what? Also, what about um? What about uh the original Southern Charm? You give it on a scale of one to ten. I would say that's like an eight. A solid eight. Yeah. Like I think it's like an eight. Like Savannah I, gets like a poop emoji. It, sometimes I watch <laughs> it and I'm just like. What did I watch? Like, what happened? What have like, I spent my life did doing? Did they do anything? Yeah. Like, did they even do anything besides eat a rib? Like, <laughs> I mean, what did they do? Cameron and her eating infuriate like, me. I'm like, girl, <laughs> you do not look like that and eat the shit that you put in your body at the age that you're at. I know. Like, it's infuriating. I just don't understand. Sometimes I feel like they're not doing anything, but that is like what you you rush to do nothing down there. I mean, that's, that's true. Okay, so um, okay, so I found the Netflix show that's terrible. It's called Terrace House, and it's fucking awful. And but, Terrace House, no. So Netflix, like listen house. to this. This is from Adweek.com. Oh my god, summer. I mean, th- this is th- this is the review. It says uh, Netflix latest hit series is a boring, soothing Japanese reality show. It is. It's so. Boring, but for some reason, people are loving it. Well, my Steven. thing is, is I can't do subtitles. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't focus on TV. I like to just hear the voices. I just have to hear the, the voices. The only time that I watch it, like I had to watch Southern Charm New Orleans because I didn't know who the people were, but I can watch a whole episode of Housewives just by hearing it. <laughs> no, but there's some. There's a lot of nonverbals and like side glances that you need to catch. Some of them you do need to catch, but at least no. You I know. watch. I watch all your shit. I watch Summer House, Vanderpump, all Housewives, Southern Charm original with like. Eyes focused, glasses on, yeah. contact lenses I mean, in. I watch it all, and that's microscope why I, going, and then with my remote hand so I can pause and rewind. I yeah. need to focus. After season one of Summer House, when people were like, "Oh, I did not like that show," I was like, "Just wait till they shove it down your throat. You'll love it because <laughs> that's what Bravo does." And like every time, I'm like. I'm not watching this show. This is stupid. And then it re-airs 40 times, and I'm like, fine, I'll watch it. And then you get addicted. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I love that. Okay, so you're friends with Vanderpump peeps. Yeah. Are you friends with anybody from Southern Charm? Because I know some Vanderpump people are friends with people from I mean, Southern Charm. I love my Vanderpump people. Um, Who are your favorite Vanderpumpers? Well, I mean, I love I love all of them. Like, I have to say my newest favorite yes. is Brittany. I knew you were going to say I that. I only just started getting to know Brittany very well. I just and, met like, her last time we she was to, here. Yeah. When we were at, uh, where we go, the Standard. Standard Grill, yeah. I, first of all, she's spectacularly beautiful. So and we, like... The last time I was in LA, we went to Disneyland. Oh my gosh, we had so much. She is fun. sweet. She everything is you so see, genuinely nice. Everything you see on TV with her is 
absolutely who right. she is. I've never obviously Stassi's always going to be my favorite because yeah. she's my girl. I love Stassi too. I love Katie. I love Stassi, Katie, Kristen, Kristen. Even recently, I've started really liking Jax. I actually really, I, I can't get on board with that. But the thing that I like Britney, so I feel like eventually I'm going to start to like Jax. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go out there for Stassi's birthday, Ganty like in June. Schwa. Are you uh, Are you thinking of going out there for in June? Maybe. Or, okay. I may go for the Tom Tom opening as well. What is that? You know I, Tom and Tom's new box. Oh, no. I know what it is. When is that? Oh, mid-May, I think. Really? Yeah. I don't think there's an exact I think I'm going to wait to go for Stassi's. I think that's going to be my first foray. You know, well, Stassi usually, was really that's mad at me. our first weekend filming. That's the hard part. Oh, shit. Stassi yeah. was, Stas was, like, legit mad that I was on um, Summer House before I was right. ever on. Well, the thing was, I was supposed to go to Katie Maloney's wedding, Maloney Schwartz, yeah. uh, wedding, and but I had just gotten a new boss at Sirius, and she was, like, riding me hard, and I felt like I was kind of in, like, one of those moments of, like, it's, it's like ride or die. Like she was like determining whether she didn't keep the show or not. And so I had to, and I made it through only to get fired a year later. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I can't take all this time off of work. And also it was like really expensive and it was really hard to get to. And it was the middle of the week. Yeah. So I didn't go to the wedding. Wednesday. But um, I'm friends with also a couple of the producers that are on the show. And so they're like, you have to come and come on the show and be on the show. But I was also not camera ready. Yeah. I have to get camera ready. Camera. It's very scary being on camera, did, people. Tell me the truth. Before you came to our 4th of July party, Oof. did Priv come <laughs> blow you out? No, and they should have. I'm, I'm I'm a moron for not getting my hair and makeup you done. great. Oh, thank you. I did my own hair and makeup. I wore a jean shirt because it, it was 90,000 degrees out, but I'm like, I'm not so showing hot. these arms. I do, I'm, I, like Lala says, I was not summer body ready. In the <laughs> summer. In the summer. I gave up. I mailed in. So I'm like. I mean, I'm. I have a summer body. Unfortunately, it's just my normal body. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> no, I mean that whatever they get is what they're getting. Not like I normally have a great body. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I thought you were like, I always have a summer body. No, You're I saying mean, the like, body we see is your body always. That's my body. Your body looks good to me. Year, I just let Honey, it go. Honey, your body looks good to me. Right. It's looking I, real I good. I like to think like, you know, if I, you know, tried, it may get too... I just, you know, want to keep the people. You might be bay. too much of an Adonis. Yeah. You're going to terrify people. Gonna, it's like a superhero. I don't want to intimidate people. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing too. Yeah. That's what I I'm doing too. I just want to be wanna relatable. People, I think my personality is so great that I want to <laughs> make people feel comfortable around me. You know, I don't want to overshadow everyone. I grew up with Kate Bosworth in my town, which totally fucked me up. And she also set me up with my first boyfriend, who was her first boyfriend or one of her first boyfriends in town. And she's obviously so gorgeous beyond. And uh, anyway, and then she like kind of took my best friend when I left for private school. It was like a whole thing but we were like cool when we graduated from high school but we didn't go to the same high school but anyway I remember like I had like a sick obsession with her now that I'm a lesbian I'm like maybe I loved her and <laughs> and my dad was like Taylor like you have a great personality and so that's so when I'm feeling bad about my physical appearance I'm like I'm the personality person I'm not the physical person but then you meet people that have like both and you're like fuck Right. I just assume that then, no, no. If if they have both outwardly, I'm like, yeah, but they're probably so unhappy. Their life's in disarray. Like, that's what I start doing. I'm like, I bet their parents don't love them. Like, like something. Like, something horrible yeah, happening like, to them. Yeah, something's happening right now. They're probably uh, going to, like, in financial trouble. And then something. I buy a voodoo doll and, like, <laughs> like will it to be. Yeah. Will it to be. Um. So, uh, oh, my God. What the hell were we just talking about? Oh, you're Bravo. the people you love. Love it, Bravo. So yeah, so I but I, I really don't know any Southern Charm people. You um, don't? I met Shep one time, but it was late at night. Yeah, I met Shep one time, and it was late at night, and he is <laughs> interesting. We'll just leave it at that, right? Yeah. Shep is like. I mean, uh, good. the fact that he <laughs> even wakes up every day is a miracle. I think, like he is doing something. He is, you know, good for him. Good for Shep. What's your favorite Housewives? 
Oh my gosh, it's a toss up between it's like picking your favorite baby, Beverly right? Hills and New York, obviously. Yeah, although I'm telling you, I got reinvested in Atlanta. Holy shit! I like Atlanta, but I actually did not think this season was that great. This past season, season nine, because see, I was season behind. Nine was was crazy. epic, epic. Yeah, and but you this know what? season, I was kind of bored compared to last. Well, season. I knew that there was no way. I don't know if they can ever top season nine Atlanta because it was so epically horrible and slash amazing. But I do want to talk about something, and this actually leads me into going back. Back to your season on Summer House and like shit that you went through and I think that maybe you haven't had a chance to really speak to this and I'm excited to be able to have a lot of people hear this and spread the truth okay the truth. hashtag truth but Tell um the truth. I kind of felt like there like there was a little bit it's, I'm not gonna use the word anti-gay because obviously Andy Cohen is like the backbone of Bravo and he's gay but like they are just a little too quick on Atlanta like that like the gay the season nine gay oh, storyline yeah. was like it was as a as a member of the LGBTQ community. I, I was mean, like, Andy everybody has had to settle. Tell them, like, stop accusing people of being gay. Why do like you think an, that's insult. an insult? They say like it's an insult. You know, it's like, oh, you're a lesbian. Are you a lesbian? You're gay. Your husband's gay. It's like, it's like, first of all, don't throw that around. Second of all, if someone's bisexual. That's their story to tell. You know, it's like, I just really feel like, I don't know. I feel like they they really are towing the line on disrespectful in terms of like the rules that surround the LGBTQ community. Now, don't get me wrong. Right. I love myself, Atlanta, and I found it very fascinating. But the, what I've also discovered, too, was Atlanta's more gay than any of the other housewives. They're, like, I mean, uh, Cynthia admitted to fooling around with girls. We now know Portia fools around with girls. They all. I mean, I mean Candy, Candy does, but Candy doesn't deny it. I think Candy Mimi has in the past, it. hasn't she? Allegedly? I, I don't know. know. Um, Kim Zolciak dated a girl. Yep. And they're all, the, and then they're always one being like, you're gay, you're Eva gay, you a lesbo, you a lesbo. Eva, Eva's bi. Right. But then when they asked her about Missy Elliott, she was like, pfft. I'm not gay. Like they get I so think, offended. I think that that was probably more about Missy than anything. That I think that she probably was like, I can't go. You know, homegirl gets sued. She can't go dragging Missy on. Yeah. TV. I see what you're saying. I like, see what you're I saying. Think that was probably more about Missy than her reaction. The way her reaction was. I'm sure she would rather that be her story to right. put out there. But the her reaction that was so like. We're not going to talk about this. It was a, I think a, a it was bit probably much. more about Missy. Than and you have inside information. That. You get like what that reaction actually meant. It just looked right. like guilt to me. But you're like, no, from like being on reality TV, you're like, right. uh, I can't talk when about that your person. Know someone's name or anything like that. You're like, don't it's say like, the they name. Bring it up. You're like, don't say the name. You get those bug eyes. Um, but 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 I will say at the same time, as much as I was like, guys, stop like throwing that like gay around like an insult. I will say I thought that the housewives actually did, uh, at least for the lesbian community, they did like uh, they did like an unintentional solid to us because I feel like they were all like, well, all of us. I mean, I'm looking at the table. I'm like, dude, like 75 percent of you have hooked up with girls. Yeah, I bet Marlo has too. Oh hell yeah, she gets paid for that shit, honey. Hey, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> so, but I but I do think that you know, um, I think that I I, I think. There could be more LGBTQ representation on Bravo. Just saying, um, but I love that. I mean, that's that, that's the role that you play on Summer yeah. House. But speaking of that, so as the only gay person on the show, right? right. I feel like you got a really you got a bad you got a bad edit, is what I'm going to say this season because I feel like as the gay person, you should be like protected under some sort of like LGBTQ like card holding certificate of like. Why on God's green earth would you, the only gay person in that house, try to out somebody and take somebody's sexual, like being sexually abused or um, sexually uh, assaulted 
and 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 try to like out a sensitive story. I right. really hated that that happened to you, and I and, and especially with everything that I'm going through in my own life, coming out with your very, family, like, and I, I I would like to think it was that irresponsible. Could maybe see that there must be more to the story. Stephen, I'm going to tell you right now, and right now, if you watch a show and you don't know the full story, you're going to get it right here, right now, and Stephen's going to tell it. But I feel like it was, and I told you this before, and I'll say it to you again. I think it was irresponsible of Bravo to put you in that position. And listen, I love you, Bravo. You know I do. I'm a huge fan. But like, shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. Because that is like you. I mean, you should not have ever. First of all, you shouldn't put that in position. Even I was gonna say, even if it was the truth, fuck that. If you did it, you did it. But you didn't do it, and then you were like made to be like a bad member right. of the gay community, kind of. I right? I got very upset about it, and I have gotten a lot of shit. I, I mean, know you have. If you guys, you guys want to check my DMs, I can. They are nasty. They're not very nice. You um, let me take a look. And, They're not very nice. And I got a lot of shit for this, and it really, and I. Had a lot of fights with production, and even at the reunion, I was so mad because, and even at the reunion, part of my, part of this segment was cut out of the reunion too because it. Why won't they let you address it? Why won't they let you address it? They should be protecting you, not not Carl. You. You can apologize. I was like, yes, but if you told the whole story, I would not have to apologize. Exactly. Told what happened. So let's go back in time. Let's go back in time. So here's what I'm going to tell you from a listener standpoint because I'm going to speak for the audience, okay? Not as your friend Taylor that knows you. you. So what I see as an audience member is that um, you and Carl aren't getting along. Then I see that. Um, you tell a secret about Carl that Carl said that the best head he ever got in his life ever got in his life was from a guy. Then I see Carl tell a story to, in, in, in his in his testimonial of how yes this is true but this is my story to tell and he starts to play the victim card super hard and the victim card is I was in a threesome or what I thought was a threesome I was hooking up with these two girls um, I was under the influence of like you know alcohol whatever I I own that um, but what was unbeknownst to me was that there was a gay guy in the room and I. I thought I was getting receiving uh, fellatio from one of the girls, and then I looked up, and it was a guy, and it was like a trick played on me, and I felt super, um, I mean, violated, and all these things. And yeah, to hear that story, that's a horrible story of violation. And so then he kind of says, like, you know, I told it to Stephen in confidence, and I know that he was just looking out for Lauren because they're friends, but like, that's my story to tell. And no, I'm not gay. I was basically a victim of sexual assault. That's how the story played out to me. Now, and that. And that is and, how he told the And story. that would make, of course, you look like On a total shit camera. and would make me, yeah. if I didn't know you as an audience member, go, Stephen, you're a part of the LGBTQ community. You should know better than this. Why would you tell someone's horrible right. story and then make it like salacious and like tell the house and like, that's like, a th- like he told you that in confidence. That's so horrible of you on like a friend level and then also on a, on a gay, a, a member right. of the gay community and level. people also came at Bravo for airing that because they were like, how could Bravo do this? How could they, and P and Bravo could do it because they knew it wasn't true. Well, so Bravo looks bad. You look bad. Right. Carl looks like a victim. Now, what's the true story, Stephen? So the truth is we're going all the way back to Columbus Day 2016. Which, which is was two right years ago. after we had filmed season oh, year, one. A year ago. Yeah, like yeah. a year and a half. So we, we had just finished filming season one. I was new friends with Carl and new friends with a lot of people. And we're there and... Um, so are, I, are you? You're not filming at this at we're this not moment filming, in time. No, this is in October. You just finished filming season yeah, one. We just wrapped season one. It okay. hasn't aired. Um, and we, I am out with a bunch of my friends, real who friends, are gay guys. Yeah, my real friends. And Carl is over because you guys were out. becoming real friends. Yeah, yeah, we were becoming real friends. Carl's out with us. We go out all night. You know, we go back to my apartment at like four a.m. There's probably there's a couple of us there, and then people trickle off. But we're talking. 
How did G's play it with, you know, Prosciutto? Oh, how, how? Uh, host is with I'm the mostest of you. Um, and, you know, Some charcuterie. Just, just wanted to let people know, like, I'm a good host if I invite you over. <laughs> um, and so we're there and, you know, we're just all talking and drinking and, you know, smoking out of the fire escape and whatever. and Having a ball. And then, yeah, doing what people do. And then we're talking and then out of the blue, Carl just kind of goes, Oh yeah, you know, like the best head I ever got in my life was from a guy. Oh my and god! We're just all kind of like. So he says it in a room full of people, full of people that he had just unprovoked met, that he had just met that night. We weren't sitting there talking about sexual, nothing about sex or blowjobs or anything. So you feel like he just said that to get attention? He said it to get attention and get you know people being like, oh, like, and people like, and and, and like and also like, like does he want guys, guys to flirt with there's him or is that there, what he's trying to so do? I don't. Know. Is is this? I ha- I'm gonna ask you all the questions. Like I'm gonna die right. die sort of the shit out of you right now. Is this Carl's way of saying he's gay and exploring his gayness or bisexuality? I in mean, your opinion? I did not even read into it that way at the time because I just thought it was so thirsty. Weird. He and was looking I for was attention. Like, that's it. And also, yeah. did you did you feel like that's the truth? Like, it, do you think he's gay? Do you think he's bisexual or absolutely not? I don't think. I don't know. I mean, don't I know. don't know. I, I, I don't think I know anything about How about, about this? Carl. Do you think that, that he just wanted attention? This will come uh, later on. I'll come back to this, but I don't think I know one single thing right. about Carl. That's How about true. this, though? Take, it, take an educated guess. Do you think he was just looking for attention? Yeah, attention. He wasn't trying to hook up with a guy attention. that night. He was he, like, looking for people to be talking. No, it he's wasn't not coming like, out of the closet. It wasn't like anything was happening that night. It was very like. It wasn't serious. But, yeah, he was, was just saying something to get attention. It was out of the blue and just random. And we were all like, eh, and then kind of changed the subject again. We didn't even have a conversation about it. It was like that statement, and that was it. Yep. And then. Um, so the next day I uh, am talking to Lauren and I tell her, oh my gosh, this was so weird. This happened last night. And you also told production. And we talk about it. Yeah, I told, I told people. Listen, because it was I just like want to let joke. everyone know. We I want to let. I wasn't sitting here you talking. Were, you yeah. weren't like, oh my God, he came out to me. You were like, oh my God. Yeah. I was no, like, oh you were God, like, oh my God, God Carl's so such weird. a liar. He makes up lies nonstop just to get attention. That's yeah. what you were saying. It was so weird. And also I want people to know too, and I just know this from having friends in reality TV, including you, that like, yeah, production and you guys are close. I mean, you spend a lot of. Of, ta- of hours together. Yeah. You're well, fr- my producer, Sam, is like as close to me. Like, she knows more about me than my family. Exactly. And that's their job. Yeah. And you're and part of your job, even when you're not when you're not um, shooting, is to give them information about, like, the life and the interactivity right. between you and the guys. And it's not I was gossip. shooting at reality it's TV. Just, they need to know. Yeah. And honestly, it's easier well, it to talk. Well, it is gossip, but whatever. Well, it's easier to talk to them, kind of, you know, we check, I still check in with Sam, like, once a month or when I can. She because has it's to keep easier tabs. to do that as you go along than to have to download her exactly exactly so i mean i like i shot a reality tv show it never made it fucking anywhere but um i remember like the producer would always check in with me and like i I was doing it with a friend and like we were kind of you know like her and i were like saying things back and forth and like i was like should i be talking to her directly about this because i feel like they're kind of starting to stir shit up but that's what they do it's it's like it's commonplace so but anyway we talked about this and it just and it was that a nothing. Was it. Yeah, it was we a didn't nothing. Have a conversation about sexuality. It wasn't like you were saying like Carl's like, coming oh gosh, out, Carl's so gay. Weird. It wasn't anything like that. And so I never talk about it again from there. Okay. Cut to going into the summer. Um, everyone can see on season two. I come in very salty. Yeah. Um, towards Carl. You're and mad. That's because just a few weeks prior, before filming before season two, filming, I had found out a bunch of things that Carl had been lying about, and I found out that he had told somebody. 
that we knew not to talk to me anymore because he was trying to keep his stories straight. Oh, because he so lies so much, he can't so keep much. his stories so straight. So this girl is telling me that Carl's telling him her not to talk to me. Excuse it's you? It's very weird. I was, it Shady. was just like, I was like, okay, I cannot believe a single thing about this guy. We have a con artist on our show. It's so annoying. Okay, so now let's also not forget, right? Well, every good reality show has a good liar. Jax. Apparently, Carl. Yeah, but he's not that good of a liar. No, he's not. Well, neither is Jax. I know every <laughs> lie. So, basically, so you tell Lauren and then production, like, right after when it happens. And then you never talk about it again. Yeah. But Lauren and Carl are hooking up. Right. And so she tells him, Stephen said, the best head you ever got from was from a guy. If I'm dating a guy who I think is straight, I'm going to ask that question, too. Like, right. are you bisexual? I need to know this. Are you gay? Like, I want to just... You, yeah. There's nothing wrong with being gay, but if you're claiming to be straight and we're in a relationship, like, I need to know what your sexuality is. Right. And so she asks him, and he says, Stephen lied. Yeah. So, so then she to, gets mad at you. Right. Uh, but none of this am I aware of. So And none of this to, is airing on the show. Yeah. Cut to middle of the summer when Lauren's sister Ashley comes to town and we're talking about Carl because now there's like huge fallout. We're talking about him. And Ashley tells me, well, you know that um, he told Lauren that you were lying because you were in love with him. And we go through. And oh my God. I, and that's really when I was like, are you in the gay community, that's serious? that's like the most ridiculous thing anybody can ever say to. It's like, oh, yeah. you're being mean because you have a crush on me. It's like, first of all, whittle me down to nothing but just like a, like like a sexuality. Right. Number one, it's so ridiculous. Like you can't be friends. And a big part of your storyline in season one, was I think, being friends with Carl. was that you were a gay guy who has straight friends and you can hang with the straight boys and still be a gay guy, which I think right. is important. An important role that's not and really not have to be shown like, on TV. Bro. <laughs> yeah, and not be like fake. Like you can be you. Like I thought that that was a very important relationship for them to show on television i've right. really never seen anything like it and before they totally ruined that this season kind of at it but yeah you know i think that um so she's telling me all this and i'm just so mad i mean you know first of all i do not i mean you probably get this all the time too like there is nothing attractive to me about dating someone who is like straight no like if someone tells me like sure, I may think someone's hot or right. something, but then the second they're straight, and when I, when I know that you're not into me, I'm not going to be into you. Right. You know what? Also, I think is an, an important thing like, that I'm very lazy. I don't have time to turn people. <gasps> I think that people exactly. I think that a lot of people think that gay people want to turn everybody. No, we no. don't. And I also think I know you'll turn back. <laughs> like, and it's I like also when the, crowd, when the clock strikes twelve, Cinderella. Bitch, I, lost, I lost a shoe, and then Cinderella, Cinderella. I also think that a lot of people in the straight community not not everyone but I think a lot of people think that um, gay people are like 24-7 horny and like sexually like it's like so promiscuous and that's not necessarily the case either we're just no. people there's some sluts that are straight and some sluts that are gay right. and then there's some prudes that are straight well, and, and prudes that like, are gay that I'm a, I'm a prude be, gay that used to kind of be the case maybe because it used to be you weren't having when uh, you know homosexuality wasn't so accepted sure you're not having that much sex so you are kind of horny all the time but right. listen I have a lot of sex right I'm not horny like right but like don't fear us don't fear it. us we're not like automatically attracted to you just because like you think no. you're good looking and chances are even like on gay standards like, you're not hot <laughs> chances are you are not hot <laughs> we're talking directly to you carl like, okay carl is yeah carl's like a he may be a nine or a ten on straight girls but on gay standards 
six. <laughs> I love you. Like, okay, so now let's get back to like how this all came out on air yeah. and how and, and honestly, it really was like the way whether it was intentional production or the way the edit went or what or maybe Carl Jedi mind tricked everybody, but the way it came out kind of made it look like you were outing right. not only him as a but potentially bisexual person, but even worse as like a victim of sexual assault. Right. So Which is bad. Coming into, so cut to the middle of summer, Ashley's telling me that Carl has told Lauren that I lied and that, that, but then later on he did admit to Lauren that he, so Lauren has now had it cleared up. Right. But I was so mad because Lauren never said anything to me about it, but I did notice like a lag in our friendship mm-hmm. over the winter and mm-hmm. that's now what I realized had caused it. Carl. Um, yeah. So. Lovely um, Carl. I had to air out all my grievances against Carl already. Um, and so it looks like in this scene, this bar scene, that yeah. I came in, you know, and like ordered a drink and then just like. Just de- decimated yeah, him. Just destroyed him right away. Like I just came in, blowjob gun loaded, and came in. Blowjobs, 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 yeah. Like, um,. What happened was is that there was an hour and a half long conversation right. where I basically confronted and took down every single lie. lie that he had told with text messages, emails. I had the evidence. So you're what you're it saying actually would have been a great thing for people to see. So just to be clear, your blowjob story, you're telling the story to further um support your claim that he is a liar, anything. right? You're not. You're not saying like him. Like he's he, gay. He's bisexual. No. He's in the closet. He you're saying he's a liar. Anything. He does not care. He will tell any lie, no matter what. So the you don't believe that he got head from a guy. I don't know if he did or not, but I don't care. That right. wasn't the point. I think. I think I doubt he did. To be honest, I think whenever he said, and whether or not he got head from a guy, to make the statement the best head I ever got in my life. That's a stretch. So yeah, and then, and then but, but then he claims victim. But if you were assaulted, right. so like like let's and say he admits that let's that say, is he admitted on the reunion. He that did. That is the exact statement he told me. That the best head I ever got in my life is from a guy. Right. Okay. So guess what? Like let's say hypothetically I was to be raped. Okay. You think I'm going to say the best sex I ever had in my life Even was when if it was, was it when you I was would assaulted? Never say that. That's insane. So the fact that he would say it's the best head I ever got and then try to tell a story of right. like being victimized. So he's a monster. I went through this whole list of all these lies you know so, he so a, did he admit that the story about him being wait, wait. the sky was blue i would look up to make sure it, it was actually blue colors. right so did he did he um did he ever cop to the fact that he wasn't sexually assaulted or is he still no, is he still shopping that story he around still he is still giving that story which so wait, wait, i don't know i need to be clear so he's saying he was sexually assaulted and that was the best head he ever received in his life well so here's the thing just to make it clear. That's all insulting I, to all to sexual... No, that's insulting to all victims of sexual assault. I'm just saying. Well, just to make it clear that I was only ever told the best head I ever got in my life was from a guy. The first time I ever heard this story... About the of assault. The, of the assault. threesome, whatever. I mean, he never called it sexual assault. Well, that's what way. it is. Yes, but... Um, the first time I ever heard the story was at the bar. If I had heard that story... One, and believed it, I would have never told. But if I had even heard that exactly. story being thrown around, I wouldn't have fucked with that. But, you know, he, he that's the first time I ever heard it. He pulls that out. And, and not to mention, I have listened to a couple podcasts that he's been on, and I have heard some discrepancies in the story. Oh, shocking. But, well, guess what? When people lie, you know, their, story to, get, their story changes. I'm not going to say if it's true or false. I don't know. But I know that it's not always the same story. So, um, anyway. So, he tells the story, and, you know, 
I knew in that moment that I was fucked. Right. And I just kind of like, you know. So what do you do when you realize... It's almost that like a, they're going to screw you. It's almost everything. like a game of chess, right? And you, and it's like I've lost the game. Stalemate, fuck. Right, right. And normally, I'm two steps ahead. Right. But I've lost the game, and so the rest of the summer, you know, I never bring it up. I don't talk about it again. And then, you know, he kind of went on this. He, you know, the producers give people advice, and he was having a very hard summer because nobody liked him already. Yeah. So they're kind of helping him on how to remedy it. So he goes on this victim train, and all of his interviews says. You know, my mom came to visit. I'm a good guy now. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was all planned. Um, But, you know, he says he told me in confidence over and over and over. Yeah, he said that. He told me in confidence. Has he he copped to the fact that it wasn't in confidence? He still said at the reunion that he thought it was in confidence, but that in a room full of strangers people were around and things like that. I'm like, if you thought it was bullshit, man, like I'm like, uh, even if you thought it was to me, uh, none of those people owed you any confidence. Like exactly told everybody you're on TV. So you wouldn't be throwing that out there if you didn't want people to know. And was it, was it in confidence when he slept with Sheena? (laughs) Just say he told all of us. Oh, so you have to keep confidences. <laughs> I'm sure Sheena wanted that to be kept confident. Sheena told people too. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, you were just throwing Sheena all the tea told out. Her little crew. Damn. Well, anyway, I just didn't want it out. Out. Well, honey, Sorry. you know I believe your story, yeah, so, and you I'm know, so happy you got to tell your story. Because at the end of the day, it's just like it's disappointing that that they would. You know, kind of throw me under the bus, but I think that they know that I can come back from it. Well, you are and lovable. I, th- I love you very much. Yeah. But anyway, well, I'm hoping there's a season three. I don't see how there can't be a season three with this explosiveness. I know. And I have some other... I mean, the one thing that's very weird, I mean, I like to call it a gift, but, like, I don't know if things just come to me, like, if, like, these little nuggets of truth... Mm-hmm. I have some more grenades to throw next season. Really? Yeah. Well, honey, I'm here for all of those grenades. Cheating scandals. Oh, excuse you? Want to give us another little? interesting. Okay, just, just give us teasers. Cheating scandals. Well, there's only one group of people that could be cheating. Oh, uh, honey, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> to say, well, Stephen, thank you for joining me on my podcast. I love you very much. Uh, let's go to lunch now and get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Taste of Taylor. Make sure to follow Stephen on social media at Stephen McGee and be nice to him. Or I will come back at you. He actually claps back. back. He claps back. And it's usually fun. Uh, Also, make sure to follow me at Taylor Strecker. Uh, You get a brand new episode of Taste of Taylor every single Wednesday. So uh, look forward to next week. And also, guys, don't forget, if you like what you hear here, you can actually get even more of it on my uh, here, H-E-R-E. If you like what you H-E-A-R, H-E-R-E, here, here, then you can get more of it on my uh, daily radio show, two hours long, Monday through Friday. It's called The Taylor Strecker show go to taylorstrecker.com and you can subscribe and get hours and hours and hours of this amazingness it's so amazing it's so amazing steven hates coming on because it's too early <laughs> i love coming like honestly if it wasn't coming here and seeing your shiny face i would never get up this early but you mean shiny like in a good way not like in a grease way right <laughs> yeah. i mean i'm totally like i got up at 8 35 this morning and now you know why i look like such a fucking dirt bag all the time i get up too early <sighs> Anyway, you, you should see me. Though. I love you. You should see me at events. I'm like a different person. I, I was so mad when I walked out because I forgot my sunglasses. Oh, the worst. 
I can just call it sick from just work when it happens. Just the bags under my eyes. Just kidding. Okay, guys. Uh, that's it for us today on Taste of Taylor. And uh, make sure to rate it, share it, uh, subscribe to it. All the stuff you do on a podcast. And I will see you next Wednesday right here on Taste of Taylor. Bye. Hey, girl. Hey. Did you love this taste of me? Want more? Then make sure to go to taylorstrecker.com to subscribe to The Taylor Strecker Show for hours and hours of me entertaining your ass. Content with this nibble? Well, then I'll see you next Wednesday and make sure to subscribe to the Taste of Taylor podcast and follow me on social media at Taylor Strecker.